over, yeah. All right, so this word seemingly, if you read the book, the big book of AA, in one of the forewords, it says that we are a hundred men and women who have seemingly recovered, no, who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And the word seemingly means it appears to be true or false to you. Yeah. So the hopelessness of your condition is based on you. Yeah. It's not a hopeless condition that's imposing itself on you. The hopelessness of the condition is based on you. It's seemingly hopeless. means it's not so, but it can appear to be so. Yeah. Now, it's not appearing to be so to everyone else, but it can appear to be so to you. It can play God on a very small sort of stage. Yeah, It's not going to have everyone believe this is appearing to be so. It'll just have you believe it's appearing to be so. Yeah? <laughs> and the parasite doesn't need millions of hosts. It just needs one. It wants you. <laughs> it doesn't care if it's convincing everyone else because it's sucking you off. You know? <laughs> so... never going to get better. There's nothing that anything can do anything to it, so I might as well just fuck it, you know? That's how we see it. But it's seemingly hopeless. So it's just appearing to be true or false to you. And it goes back to one of the simple things they talk about in physics, that the biggest influence of any event is the observer of it, yeah? So the biggest influence in your life is you. Not the life, but you. You're the biggest influence. In other words... In, an, in a, a book they call The Course in Miracles, he says it very beautifully. He says, you and I are giving everything all the meaning it has. That's what happens here. Yeah? You're not aware that you're giving a meaning because that sense of feeling like you is a meaning the mind's giving. Yeah. So there's mind that's giving meaning through this opportunity. It's giving everything all the meaning it has. And one of the meanings it's, been, it's given to this object is that it's you. Yeah? Now, we very rarely, if we entertain the idea that, yeah, I'm giving everything all the meaning it has, we still think it's me that's giving everything all the meaning it has. That's a meaning that's already been given. Yeah? The mind has given this the meaning that it's me. Yeah? And I'm functioning from that belief. I'm not. It's hard to say it with language because the language is a is a subjective language used by objects. Yeah. So this object is speaking subjectively. Like, I'm doing it, I'm having this, I'm the one, you know, I'm the one. And it's difficult to get out of that yeah, with, uh, with more language, you know. You can't use language to get out of this, this basic uh, trap of language. Yeah. But this idea of being me is produced by a mental process. You didn't have it when you were first born for supposedly they say about 18 months and then it kicked in the mind started to have a sense of a self or otherness yeah and then selfing started and then the self-centered system coagulated and became the dominant interpretation here that's what happened yeah and so most of us are looking at life from a point of view as how does it pertain to me so we very rarely see life as happening we only interpret it as life is happening to me that's it. That's called self-centered. Yeah? So everything seems to be based on me. Yeah? So if somebody yawns in the in the meeting, I take it personally. Yeah? Oh Jesus, I'm boring today. Or you know what I mean? Everything is all it's always about you. And the freedom isn't trying to manage that or get it better or like let's say cultivate it on a higher level. Maybe it's just not you that it's about. Yeah. And therefore it would be not trying to improve the idea of being the self, the long-lasting, independent, separate entity, but to be relieved of the bondage of that by seeing I'm not that. Yeah. If I'm not that, I guarantee you, you'll start to lose interest in it. As soon as you can start entertaining, you're not the center of the self-centered system, you'll lose interest in the activity of the system. Just like I lose interest in a conversation that I'm hoping it, that's it's a, I'm hoping it's going to be about me, and when I hear it's not about me, I lose interest in it immediately. I don't have to go oh, come back here, interest, pull it back. You know, like a, I got a pit bull 
on a leash. Come here, come on, pull here. No, it just leaves immediately because it's not about me. That's what happens in the head. The system, the, what, it, what keeps the system going is the center. It's like, a, it's like the planets are orbiting around the sun. You're the false sun. Yeah? You, you're, you're the doer and the haver, the alpha and the omega in the mind, so everything revolves around that. And so now you may not like how close Mercury is, or Jupiter's way too aloof, and this and that, and Pluto's too cold, but it's all really about you. You're what's holding it all in place. So we're not trying to change the, the orbits of the system. I'm not trying to change my the flavor of my thoughts to, from bad to good or affirmations from negations. I'm just seeing I'm not the thinker. If I'm not the thinker, I lose sis, I lose interest in the product of the system, the thoughts. That's what happens. Yeah. If you lose interest in the first thought, you're going to lose interest in all thoughts that come after it. The first thought is I'm the thinker. Yeah. You're going to lose interest and all the guilt and shame and all the pride that sort of like bonds to any action that you believe you did. You'll lose interest in those actions when they're not, it's not you that's doing them. Yeah? So you'll be freed much more quickly from your errors and mistakes and you won't wear these ornamental gowns of pride because you know life's going to strip them from you. Yeah? As soon as you take a position, you're in, you're in conflict in a sense with life. Yeah. Now, instead of just moving with it, it now looks like it's coming at you and fucking with you. And why is this happening to me? It's all based on the self-centeredness. It's not life. Life hasn't changed its current. You just see it in a different way. So seemingly is an important, very important word because it puts all the responsibility. I don't mean cash register responsibility or, you know, putting out the laundry at, on time or something like that. That's fine and dandy. But the real responsibility that you're the dreaming of this place. You you dream that it's not you it's not you as Paul or Mary, but you what you are is dreaming this place. That's a huge responsibility in a sense, yeah? And the only way you need to live up to that responsibility is the basic nature of the seeing. You're seeing it, aren't you? You're conscious right now, you're aware. Did you do anything to become aware? Did you have to go to school to become aware? Did your mother have to go buy the newest set of awareness at Gap when you were like three years old and start getting you used to awareness? No, awareness was is there, yeah? Consciousness, it, it never arrived. It's always been so, yeah? The mind would rather have us take it back to me and how it... It, it neuters the rest of the journey is by saying, I'm the one who's conscious. So instead of inquiring, well, who is it or what is seeing, I assume it's me that's seeing. I assume it's me that thinking, that's thinking or feeling or tasting or touching. So the initial playing God is that I play God with the movement of God in a sense, you know? I become the one who's aware instead of just realizing all there is is awareness, Yeah. So the mental process, the selfing, like in the third step of recovery, it's beautiful because it says it has two parts of it. It's not just to turn your will and your life over to the care of a higher power. It's to quit playing God. That's the first aspect of it. The second, then you, then it says next, we're going to turn our will and life over. But it's not like turn your will and your life over and then stop playing God. It's stop playing God and then turn your will and your life over. Because if you're not... if the plain God isn't seen, what's going to be acting like it's turning its will and life over is you. And then you're going to be in the experience that you can take it back at any moment. So you're really surrendered when everything's going well, and then when you want something, you take it back, you know? And then you have to go through, oh, I had to go through this ass-kicking, and then I finally surrendered again, but then I took it back the next week. What the hell is that? Which is the bigger God there? The God that you're surrendering to or the God that thinks it's doing the surrendering? I would say it's the God that thinks it's doing the surrendering because it can say, I don't want, I'm taking it back. It's like a, a, giving a, you know, a little kid in the park some candy and you're a big bully and then you say, okay, here's the candy, keep it for me. Hey, give me back that candy. Who's the bigger one? The bully, yeah? 
This is just a shift of mind. It's not a big deal. It's just it's just a simple uh, recalibration. The mind, if it's identified with something that it's not, let's say, yeah, let's say it's identified as being a self. This idea of being Paul, this long-lasting, independent, separate entity, this identification as the body. Yes, when it's configured in that and it needs to feel peace or freedom, it tries to have peace and freedom as this, yeah? It's looking for love as this. It's it's trying to find contentment of mind as this, yeah? But let's say the same mind, if it entertains the possibility, I am not that which I've been identified with, yeah? Then it starts entertaining, I can be free of that. And what occurs? The possibility of peace arises. Contentment starts showing up. A sense of well-being has the space to grow and manifest here. Yeah? Not for you, but actually from you. That's all it is. All we're doing is entertaining the possibility of waiting the mental condition diminish by allowing our attention and interest to leave it, and then to find out what happens in life when your attention and interest is freed from the bondage of self. You can't know what's going to happen. You're going to find out what's going to happen. My experience is finding out what what I found out is that I travel lighter on on, on a grand basis now. It didn't change the geography of my life, what's going to happen, am I going to get a job or not a job, but it allows me to travel lighter over every aspect of it now. And I find, what more would you want than that? Literally. You may not know you'd want it, but if you had it, you you would know that's what you wanted. I'm telling you. You may not know that's what you want, but if you were having it, you'd know that's what you wanted. It would be as clear as day, it would be end of discussion, the debate would be over, and in a sense it would hopefully become your last answer, really. It would be done. Yeah. What you were hoping for and looking for, you found out that it's already so. I tried to, trying to become peaceful as a self, but a, a freedom from the self. And I'm incessant, you know, just constantly enthused by it because it's like an open-ended possibility. You're going to find out about it the rest of your life as you're entertaining it. You never get the whole picture. It's not like, okay, here it is. It's an activity. It's manifesting in through you now. You're watching mind coming out of like a closet and able to run around like free range. funny, last night I came home yeah, my house, my house was in an uproar because I left and I was recording some basketball games on the TiVo yeah? all the people came home and they couldn't get onto this TV because I had too many recordings going on now I had showed the people what to do just go to menu, press recording stop the recording but they, they conveniently forgot that so they could have this huge to do and get really steamed up about how wrong I was. <laughs> and I walked into it, and I said, don't you remember a few months ago I went over this, and I got the men thing, and I got the TV. I said, watch, you know, all the TVs. Fish menu, because they're recording stuff, so it's ready. Press menu, go to browse recordings, and then stop the recording. You don't have to have a, a meeting, and then it was like, you're going to have to get a whole nother TV, Paul. It was like, from nothing into this huge event. And I've said, you know, maybe, just maybe, there's minds that want one to go there. They'd rather be right than just have the simple answer. We don't have to change the whole schematics of the cable. Get, oh, you've got to get your own TV. Just press, you know, stop recording. <laughs> it takes a second. Yeah? So something that had no legs had all these legs. Yelling at me. And I go to the guy outside and said, don't yell at me, man. I mean, just don't do that. I'm walking in the house. Hey! What? <laughs> I got like an uproar like I had slept with their first daughter or something. I fucking left the TV up. You know, I was recording two basketball games. 
<laughs> now, I don't know. Maybe my logic is really screwed, you know? But it seemed like, man, it was a lot to, uh, to do about nothing in a way. Yeah? But that's what mind is like a lot. It's dying to be right. And a lot of times, for some of us, what it wants to be right about is how wrong you are. Yeah. This is what it's like. These things, you know, there's that nothing going on and then a mountain is made out of a molehill. You lose interest in all that. The peace of the space that that mountain or that molehill could be uh, occupying, you'd rather have the peace of the space. Yeah? Realizing everything is just coming and going, coming and going. Why why take your eye off the ball? Yeah? Why get so concerned about something that has no legs? It's going to peter out so quickly. Yeah? Why get so enveloped in something to be right? It's sort of like people who go out. And most times when people go out in recovery, they're inevitably going to have to go back in. So if they believe they have any say, why not just stay in? You know? If you're in and then you go out, you inevitably get brought back to the program. Why leave it then? If your escapes never work, maybe you should give up the escape plan and just stay stay on the horse and see what happens around the next turn. It's so simple, it blows your mind, really. It's so simple. And you don't have to keep your eye on the lever or work it or get vigilant about anything. All there is, it's a, like you're, you get lot, much more relaxed, yeah? Your awareness just opens up, yeah? Just spreads out, and you just truck around. And you show up for what you need to show up for, and then you don't show up for what you don't need to show up for, Yeah? And you're available at all times because you can't be anything else. Yeah. No matter how much you want to think about what's not happening, it doesn't make what's not happening so. It can only appear to be so to you. Yeah. So if it's resting on you, and if you try to get out of the you as a you, you can never escape. Self can't get out of the self. But what about you're not the self? That's your escape. It's like the best way to get out of something is to realize you're not in it. If you realize, let's say here, you ever read those books? They have books out of how to get into the moment. Yeah, and then, you know, the second edition is how to really get into the moment. And then they have how to really get into the turbocharged moment and how to, you know, rest the most out of every second, you know, give me a fucking break. The whole point is that all those books, the whole premise is based on a false assumption. And the assumption is that you can be out of the moment. Have you ever been out of a moment that you have been in? Have you? You may have thought you were, but if you saw the surveillance tapes, you were there. Yeah? I was so out of it. No, you were right in the room, right in that jewelry store stealing the jewels. But I was out of it. I was... No. (laughs) Why would you want to try to get into something you can't be out of? Don't you, don't you see that trying to get into something that you can't be out of would be the way being out of it could appear? How it appears to be out of it is trying to get in it. You don't see the trick of the mind? You can't be out of here. The mind knows that. So what it says is, it says, well, you can be out of here and therefore try to get in. And all the trying to get in is your experience of being out of the moment. Isn't that a trip? And the same thing with self. People think they're in self, and now they're trying to get out of self. Yeah. If you ever go to groups that are the basis of the group is self, they're the ones that talk about the self the most, in a way. Yeah? But what would happen if, if you realize you can't be in self, then you wouldn't be trying to get out of it, and that would be out of self. Yeah? You'd be out of self by realizing you can't be in it. You will never be out of self by realizing you're in a self and you got to get out. You'll never be out of it. You'll have feelings that you're out of it, but they're all confined in being in it. Yeah. But to really be out of it is to realize you're not in it. Yeah. That's what works. It takes no time. It takes no effort on anyone's thought. It's just an absolute fact of what's happening here. You can't be in that. 
Therefore, why to get why get out of it? That's being out of it. Your experience of being out of it comes from realizing you can't be in it. And therefore, it stabilizes because the truth is you can't be in it. Yeah. So there's no like, oh, I'm out of it based on what I did this weekend. Now I'm back in it because I'm not doing what I did this weekend. That 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 fucking logic doesn't work anymore on you. Yeah, you can't be fooled into believing you're out of it and then working hard to get back in. You don't buy the bait anymore. Not one. You see the bait, you don't buy the bait, and then the condition stabilizes. Because the mind wants to come in, convince you, pull you back out, and then tell you you got to get back to the shore, tell you all these ways to get to the shore, only to pull you back out to get back to the shore, yes? But the whole ball game is premised on a on an assumption or a lie that you can be out of something you, yeah, that you can only be in which is the moment and that you can be in something that you can't be in which is the idea of being a self yeah there's your freedom and it has no time involved there's no time involved in it time comes from solution problem time does not come from this solution solution problem problem solution has time in it this has no time in it that's the only reason why it's workable because it's not of time it can't be put off and it didn't happen in the past to you it's available right now at all times but then you'll see the self thing because the self will arise and go how am I going to get this Yeah, it's sort of like a fish pondering how it's going to get wet in the middle of the ocean yeah, it's sort of like in its own little private Idaho where it believes it's dry, even though it's immersed in water. And now it thinks, how can I get wet? Which is like the double whammy, isn't it? It must believe it's dry to, to have to want to get wet. Why not just realize you're wet as hell and then the drive to get wet will be dismissed and you'll be living that wetness. But it doesn't look like it. Exactly. Thank God. If it looked like the way you think it was, that ain't it. (laughs) As soon as you think of something, you've conceptualized it. You can't recognize nothing as something. You've got to just leave nothing alone. Yeah. And then nothing's the gift that keeps on giving. What's already so is always giving. Yet you can't sense it like that water, like gravity. No one's complaining about gravity today. Nobody. Not one person in Marin County is talking to someone else at a cafe going, oh, gravity is really heavy on me today. You know, I had a heavy gravity bout this morning. Woke up, my left shoulder couldn't move. I was pinned down. How about you? No one, not one fucking person. Yet as a body, gravity is affecting every one of us all day. All day. And we can't recognize it because it's always affecting us. That's the only reason why we can't recognize it. If gravity came and then lifted, you would fucking know what gravity was. Yeah? If you were in gravity and suddenly standing here, it lifted, we all leaped up and we touched this roof, you would know what gravity was. There would be no, oh, I've got to study gravity, the effects of gravity. You would know the effects of gravity because they'd be lifted. If the effects are constantly applied, you don't know them. Right? If you don't know, if something's constantly applied, you're going to be the last one to know that's happening. But if it's lifted, you get it. That's exactly what happens. When the obsession with self diminishes, you realize the problem was obsessing with self. The solution informs you of the problem. Yeah? Because the effects of the problem stop. And then you realize what was holding me down truly wasn't my family of origin, wasn't my education, wasn't my this, wasn't my that. It was this incessant obsession with this idea of being a Paul all day. Yeah, That was it. That's the rock that's put down. And then you know the rock when you walk away from it and now you're traveling lighter because you're not carrying this heavy rock everywhere you go. But you don't know how heavy the rock is while you're carrying it. The mind wouldn't let you know because it would realize this is an insane thing to be doing is carrying this freaking heavy rock all day. If it actually admitted how heavy it was, it would say, 
this is freaking totally crazy. So it dis- it denies it, disassociates, distracts you from it, yeah? And it blames the weight and the effect of the weight on everything else. Yeah, you did it, they did it, yeah? And yet every time you accuse something, it never works, does it? You go here, then you move to Bangkok. After a month or two, it's like Burlingame again. It's everywhere you go, you bring your own perceptions with you. Yeah? And the way it appeared here will appear there, but with different scenery. Oh, I'm going to change the venue. (laughs) It's the same movie. It doesn't matter if it's on a small screen, 16 cineplex, or a big screen. It's the same fucking movie. Self-centeredness. Yeah? Changing the venue... It may perk you a little curiosity for an hour, then you'll be bored of the movie like you always are. So I don't know, after about 11 years of AA, this information was given to me. And uh, I entertained it, which is the hopes I put out here every day, every week. This isn't a draft or a subscription, we're just inviting your mind to entertain something. And then see what it does with it. You don't have to watch it, you don't have to Try to make it better. You don't have to try to understand it more. Have faith in mind. All that mind needs is a little bit of a possibility. Once it gets the possibility, if it's ready and willing, it's 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 over. Like this one master says, your head is already in the tiger's mouth. It's already done deal. All you needed was the little bit of information, which is, hey, maybe I'm not that, you know? Maybe I'm not that which my mind presents me to be. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not the backboard that every ball that's claimed here, all the seeing, all the feeling, bounces back on. Maybe I'm not that. Yeah? See what happens. And then when it starts traveling, when the lighting, the traveling light starts occurring, just honor it. Just honor it. Don't fall back into the same story of the mind. Honor, hey, this is working, you know? It's nice to have a last answer. It is, isn't it? It's nice to get a last answer. The last 14, 15 years, there's no new answer showed up. There's no revised edition, no super turbocharged answer. It's just dog shit awareness. Every day, you're on. Every day, you're conscious. And that, that consciousness implies that you're the meaning giver of everything. Without you, there is no world. Yeah? There isn't a world without you, that you are giving everything the meaning it has, that you're actually the context of everything that goes on here, yeah, you're not a little thing that's running around that all these consequences are imposing their will on you, you can outshine your circumstances and situations, not by effort, but by realization, yeah, by realizing you're not that, then the light gets released, and instead of having a little defined light by a by a window and believing that it has to come in through this window called self-centeredness, you realize I'm not imposed by that frame. Yeah? There is no window. There is no wall. I'm not in a room that's inherently dark. I'm in the light. Yeah? And therefore you become the bringer of light in your day instead of the searcher for light every day. You'll be the bringer of light. It's a difference, a huge difference. If you're searching for it, you're going to be a beggar somehow. And this place is going to prostitute you. Be it a teacher or someone else. You'll be beholden to them. When a mass like Buddha said, hey, be a light unto yourself. That's the whole condition. Yeah? Be a lamp unto yourself. Don't rely on anyone else. Find out in your own gut. You have the ability to recognize what's so. Definitely. When it dawns on you, and that ability will reinforce itself by seeing what's not so all day. Yeah. So not to be... Let's say just a thought. You have a thought, and the thought's held as yours. It's usually different. Yeah? If you could just take a thought out of someone else's head, yeah? And let's say we could just neuter it or make it neutral. And then I say, all right, now we're going to place this one thought in... John's head and my head, okay? I place it in John's head, and then the feeling that it's your thought arises, and then the whole meaning is given to that thought that can be different than this thought when the same thought's placed in my head, and it's held as my thought. 
Why? Because the my is the, is the bridge to the meaning being given to it. It's not the thought giving, giving meaning to John, it's John giving meaning to the thought. Yeah? The thought is neutral in a sense, it's just a thought. You put it in your head, the my responds, and it has a big meaning or a small meaning. Same thing, the head responds, hey, this is my thought, big meaning, small meaning. Which, is, which has the weight? The thought or you? Suppose you have 70,000 thoughts a day. Maybe you're aware of 1,000, let's say. That transaction's happening at every thought. Every thought, in most cases, is being held as my thought or it's about me. Yeah? The me is giving the thought the meaning. The thought is not giving the me the meaning. The feeling is not giving the me the feeling. The me is giving it the meaning. The seeing is, is being... The me is giving the seeing the meaning. Whatever I'm seeing is being given the meaning from the mind that's seeing it, not the object giving the mind the meaning, but the mind giving it the meaning. You've got to get the, court, the horse before the cart, or you won't know where you're going. If you're sitting in the cart thinking it's the driver and the horse is going this way, you'll be thinking everything's going wrong. If you just turned around, you realize you're in alignment, yeah? You, now you face the horse's ass is looking right at you, looking right at you, and now it's pulling you. Instead of looking, going, all right, come on, and the horse is going this way. <laughs> it's just a simple thing. All right, so wait a minute. If they're not my thoughts, who are they? Hey, follow that investigation. If they're not my thoughts, if you and I and all of us who are in recovery go to a meeting, and if you're honest, after a few weeks of going to meetings, you either come to two conclusions. How did these people get my thoughts, or they're not my thoughts? And then you get this incredible revelation. We're all suffering from a thought system that's been infected with alcoholism. So I'm not identifying with who you are. I'm actually identifying with what's taking you over because the same thought system took me over, called alcoholism. And I'm having thoughts, alcoholic thoughts, calling them mine. I'm having alcoholic-generated feelings, calling them my feelings. And I'm having alcoholic reactions to life, calling them my reactions to life. You can't be more bonded to self than that. How can you not see the bondage or the identification as the self when everything, every expression of self moving through you, you claim to be yours? I don't care... If the, if the chain is 40, 40 links, find the first one. It breaks the chain. If you see the first one and see it, what's seeing that? What's understanding something that wasn't understood before? Is it you or is it mine? And if it's mine, then you can rest there. If it's you, you'll always be anxious because if peace comes to you, you'll be thinking it can leave. You can't rest in peace, can you? Like it says in recovery, you'll be able to enjoy peace of mind. Peace of mind's available, but how much can you enjoy it? Yeah? When it comes up on your day, how much can you enjoy it? Or does time insert itself? Oh, is it going to be like this later? Yeah? This isn't as good as... I had a peace better than this a couple of weeks ago. I don't want this piece. This is a low level. Where's that great piece I had a few weeks ago? Yeah? This is just a recognition. Yeah? Once you start seeing, there's no stopping it. Yeah? More will be revealed. Once you put the one bit of invitation that can separate you from a failed thought system, and so that you can see the thought system, not see from it, but see it, does the... It doesn't, it just, it just like, you know, in, they say the disease progresses, the recovery progresses. Yeah. More space gets between you and what you're not. You become like a free range alcoholic, literally. You can live pretty large now. And, and it may look like you're living in a very small way, but you're living large. Yeah. Because you're available to what is happening, not what was happening or what you think's gonna be happening, but what is happening. Just a simple, like if you go to dinner, you're at the dinner. If you go surfing, you're surfing. If you go to work, you're working. Yeah. If you're taking a shit, you're taking a shit. If you're watching TV, you're watching TV. Yeah. 
It's not like, oh, I should be doing something else than what I'm doing. This, isn't that the thought that always comes up? And then it just, we're so taken in, we're so habitually enslaved that we just bite the hook immediately, and then we get dragged away. Oh, yes, I should be doing something else. I used to, I used to happen to you with painting. I'd have like a day off, and I couldn't accept that I had a day off. So I think, I'll just think I'll go back there and work, you know? Get ahead of the game. I went there, and maybe I started a fire, you know? The day, the universe had me to chill out that day. But my head, no, no, I've got to keep going, you know? All the signs were, chill out today. No, 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 self-will, I've got to go. And every time I did, it would hit the shit, it would hit the fan. Yeah? You start to respond like intuition. Intuition comes in, and after a while, it translates through the system. The intuition, instead of just a vague feeling, will take form in in thoughts, in words. You'll be able to decipher it easier, yeah? You'll feel the intuitiveness, and yet it will actually translate in the system that you've been saddled with. So you can easily understand it. Yeah, Instead of just having a vague feeling and following your gut, it will actually make a printout almost, after a while. You'll be living on such an intuitive level, it will print out. You'll obviously see, this is the way to go. That is, yeah. Now you're being guided by something worthy of the name guide. Because it's full of light, you can see now. You're not living in skepticism or uh, speculation because you're inherently in darkness, seemingly. But now you're in the light. How? Why would you need a map to the bathroom if you can see where it is? Yeah. Why would I have to put off going to the bathroom because I don't know where it is? I could, I see it, go right there, yeah. I'm not going to bump into anyone walking into the bathroom from here because I can see where the chairs are. I can walk. The whole thing is the lack of light, yeah? Why is the light, the light seemingly lacking? Because the mental condition is very amplified. We're up the ass of self. Like we were talking at that meeting. We're like those dogs that have mange and they put those rubber, those plastic collars on, yeah? So they're walking around like this. That's like we are. We're in there and then all day. Just walking around, you know what I mean? With this big cone and bumping into each other's cones, you know? All our, all our shells of terminal uniqueness are trying to, you know, we're trying to get a little hand out and all we do is hit, you know, roughly. You're not what I wanted you to be. <laughs> you know, we can't make any contact with anyone. Shit. It's just the possibility. You can entertain it. Well, you don't even have to entertain it. If you hear it, the mind's going to entertain it. You don't even have to be privy to it occurring. Just see what happens in the next few weeks. If you start traveling lighter, then just follow it and go with it, you know? Maybe repeat the message. It doesn't have to be through me. Go to a tree, you know? Walk around in nature, jump in some water. Let the message repeat itself so that the mind can start getting comfortable with it, yeah? Because the habit will keep it going, trying to bring it back into self-centeredness. But once there's that little bit of break, there's no stopping it, yeah? So I think that's it. Do you have any questions today? No, that's only halfway. So it is? I have to deliver 22 minutes more. <laughs> How far did you drive today? That's as long the talk is going to be. <laughs> Who drove the longest? Oh, how long? Clear Lake. What? Clear Lake, forget it. That'd be a retreat. We're not in the business of retreats. Forget it. You got the short version. I'll give you a hearty handshake, and that should do. <laughs> Off to Clear Lake. That's a nice name. You ever see when uh, you see a body of water like Clear Lake? You know? where I go in the where I go surfing. There's a lagoon before you get to the beach. So the lagoon, because it's water, has the ability to reflect. Yeah, but its reflective ability is based on conditions and circumstances. If the wind's blowing, yes, it's the surface is agitated, and then. It's, it seems like it's a surface. It almost has a reality, yeah? 
you, the ability to reflect is not reflecting anything. You can't see the trees around it or the clouds. Mm-hmm. Yeah? But when it calms down, when the circumstances, the variables change, then the, that lagoon is like a mirror. It can reflect the sky as, bright, as big as the sky is. You'll see the reflection of it or trees are surra- are around the lagoon. Yes? That's what mind is like. When mind is in selfing, it's agitated. So all it's is, is it's it's seeing a false surface and taking it to be real. It's seeing all the all the agitation that's manifesting, and it takes that to be what's so. Yeah. Now, if that would change, then you would see what's really its nature, which is reflective. The mind can reflect. So the mind can reflect infinity. It can reflect peace. It can reflect love. It can reflect all of these qualities, but it's based on its surface in a sense so in selfing the mind is quite agitated the, the winds of time are blowing over it all the, all, all the time yes? it's all this stuff is caught kicking it up so you never get you never notice its ability to reflect yeah? but if the situations would calm down then it would have this reflective ability and then you'd see your true face which is infinity you wouldn't be mirroring or reflecting agitation and these bodies and these things, yeah, you would see the clarity of mind and of space. And that would have a huge impression on how you travel here. A huge impression. Because then no matter if the winds start blowing and yet and the conditions and circumstances change, you can hold on to that clear lake. Yeah? Because the mind got it. It saw its original nature and it doesn't forget. The false nature has to constantly be remembered. The real nature is never forgotten. Never. If the, if the remembering of self isn't amplified by you believing it's about you, yeah, you'll forget the self, like St. Francis says. And in forgetting the self, you'll be reborn. It's a lovely way to put it, but that's how it actually feels. You can go on a day with maybe 70 thoughts to navigate a day. Instead of 7,000 talks, a talk about who's navigating the day. <laughs> if it's just about navigation, there's not need for many. You know, I was a painter, house painter. I didn't really have that many thoughts. I usually was never surprised. There'd be four walls and a ceiling, a couple of doors and windows. It was never like a big challenge, you know. <laughs> I'd have like 15 thoughts I could navigate through a whole day. What would my mind be doing the rest of the time? Resting. (laughs) Being at peace and content. (laughs) Exerting exerting or expressing a sense of well-being. They don't come from circumstances and conditions. They come from mind. A sense of well-being. A sense of well-being based on circumstances is very fleeting because the circumstances will change. Either the circumstances or your interpretation of the circumstances from your head. Yeah? But this is a sense of well-being that's always available at all times. That, that baseline of irritable restlessness and discontent gets switched to an ease and comfort somewhat. Yeah? Shit. What more would you want, really? Oh, yes. <laughs> That's it, man. Any questions? I promised her she can ask a question. She can You have a question? No, she's fine. Yes, yeah. You're questioning him. I'm questioning his presence myself. I was going to say. We, uh, our doorman was here? off today. The doorman was off. And some <laughs> scoundrels got in, yeah. We'll change that by next week. Don't worry. I'll be he won't be seeing him. My He'll be in his little confined plexiglass glass. It'll be my, yeah. We'll, be, we'll, have, the, there. we'll have the Pope Mobile, and he'll be there sitting up in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it, eh? Yeah, no questions? Oh, yeah, you do? All right, Tony. Where the thoughts come how does Paul deal with the thoughts that come that, that are not necessarily the positive thoughts, you know, the ones that are like, oh shit, this is this is this is fucked up. This is uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not happy. How do you just get to those seventy thoughts that uh, that 
entertains. Well, it, you know what? It's just, I think those effects are byproducts of starting to entertain. They're not your thoughts first, yeah? Or they're not about you. They're about a you, but they're not about you, yeah? And when you entertain that, there'll be a lot of side effects, and then you'll find out what they are for you, yeah? I can't say what's going to happen, but something's going to happen. I've thought the first place that's that was like one of the big first wedges was the idea of a thought and my thought, the difference between those two. And to see that the my is the bigger meaning than any thought I've ever seemingly had yet. The my is a huge... The my it represents a lot of old ideas, beliefs, opinions, conditioning. And all of that's just imminent, it's there, it's like a mental potential... But as soon as a thought that sort of triggers a reaction, yeah? As soon as a thought comes, and then there's a bridge from all of this information to the thought by the word my, yeah? Then this downloads. So the thought is used to express an old idea, yeah? Or to remind you of something. Like in AA, we call them when people have resentments, which means to refeel something. So a feeling arises. It's claimed as your feeling then that feeling you is used to remind you of a past feeling you thought you had. That's what you feel. You feel a resentment, a re-feeling. The same thing with a thought. There's the thought comes up, it's seen as my thought, now that triggers a feeling that you've had this thought before and it means this. This is a used thought, yeah? So let's say you had a you were afraid of money and you had only like three hundred dollars in your bank once, seemingly in your storyline. And so when money came up and you thought about my money, fear was provoked, yeah? Now let's say you have a million dollars, the money's there, but the thought it's my money comes up, it triggers the same old fear you had when you only had $300. So you're still having, when you think about your money, it's still provoking fear when there's no need to have fear because you got a million bucks, yeah? This is what's happening. It's called a life that's being interpreted, Yeah? So the, the bridge to all these old ideas and conditionings, and I'm telling you, there's, there's, there's not an infinite amount, but there's a lot up there. You may not have ever had anything to do with the topic, but you'll have thousands of thoughts about it. I swear to God. You'll think you should know how to, like, uh, vertically, you know, ski down at 20,000. You think you should know to do that. Some crazy idea. So, and it's, it's not, this isn't just one event. Every thought held as yours, this is what happens. Every feeling held as yours, this is what happens. A download. That's why in AA it says you've got to let go of all your old ideas or the results will be nil. Everything that's being uh, stirred here by the claiming of a thought as yours is an old idea. That's why re, re means to do again. Yeah. So to re-feel something, you're doing what you thought you did once before. It's an old fucking idea. Yeah. This is, this is called the nature of the bondage of obsession with self. You're bonded with this idea of self by being obsessed with it. Yeah? A lot of people first thought the root of the problem was obsession with self, but it's, I don't believe that. I believe it's identification as self, and then the obsession with self reinforces the identification. So it, it doesn't look like it makes any sense. Why am I obsessing over this crazy idea? It makes a huge sense because it's you obsessing. The obsession triggers a real feeling that it's you that's doing it. That's its point, yeah? You're remembered, honey. I'm remembered. The living experience doesn't need Paul. Paul is like an emblem on a car, yeah? It shouldn't be getting all the attention. The engine has a lot more to do with the car than the Lincoln sign on it, yeah? So, you and I are being remembered all day. And in that remembering us... We forget what's happening. That's what occurs. That's the deal. The more you want to be obsessed with you, the more you'll seem to be at the presence of God will be absent. Yeah? When the obsession with self diminishes, then there seems to be a presence of God available. Yeah? It's based on you, in a sense. That if there's a lot of you, there'll be seemingly less of God, and if there's, a lot of, if there's less of you, there'll be more of God, if you want to use the word God. Yeah? Yeah? Lord God, and can you talk a little bit about God, what God is? What well, I can't. I don't, you know, God to me is just a pointer. 
I don't know what the hell it is. I don't. I just use it to point at something. There's nothing. Any name isn't it. Whatever you name isn't it. Names are pointers. Yeah, that's all they can be. The best you can do to describe an event of seeing something is call it an elephant. You know, but to find, is it an elephant? Does the elephant know it's an elephant? No, it's just whatever it is. So, but the name doesn't do it justice. So God is one you can't. I just will, I would just rather recognize what's playing God. Yeah, that you can see, yeah? And it's the mental system that seems to be riding in you. That system is playing God. It is. It thinks it's the Alpha and the Omega. It thinks it's doing God. I'm the one who's seeing, feeling, tasting, touching, smelling. It's... And if, it's, if you follow the program of AA, it says first... Quit playing God. And then next, turn your will and your life over to the care of a higher power. I mean, how can you put next before first? If you're going to do a linear thing in time, next, it wouldn't work if you put next in front of first. It's first and then next, yeah? So first, check out what's playing God. What does it mean? Watch what playing God is. When you wake up in the morning and you tell yourself how the day's going to be, you don't see that as playing God? When you wake up in the morning and believe you know who you are, who they are, how the world is, how it's going to be, how they're going to be, you don't see that as playing God? I mean, come on. You haven't even gotten up yet and you think you know how the whole day is going to be. That's, that's a pretty huge assumption, isn't it? Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. It just makes total sense to me. Recognize what playing God looks like and then see, are you that? If you're not that, that's how you quit playing God. If you take yourself to be that and you try to quit playing God, that's playing God. Yeah, Just like self, studying about obsession with self is obsession with self. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much you do it. It doesn't mean if I studied longer, it wouldn't be obsession with self. No, it would still be obsession with self. Yeah? It's not about time. It's not, oh, can I do a little? <laughs> it's like there isn't like a little illusion and a big illusion. There's either illusion or not illusion, yeah? There's not like a little, oh, this is a little bit of illusion with a lot with a little, a lot of real. No, it doesn't go that way. It's illusion or real in a sense. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that's enough for your trip to Clear Lake, right? <laughs>